I'd just like to thank everyone for, for being here today. Um, we are very pleased. We're very pleased with the uh, order of, of President Obama and the consequences, not just uh, for our community, but obviously for the whole country. The uh, city of Madison has long supported uh, and reaffirmed that support within the last uh, few months, in fact, uh, passage by the Congress of the DREAM Act. And we want to see the DREAM Act adopted, and we want to see proper and beneficial reform in regards to uh, the status of so many millions of people who deserve to be citizens of the United States, who deserve the opportunity to work and learn in this country as they contribute uh, to, to, to the United States. And we are not going to uh, sit by here uh, and just watch uh, as, as, as events unfold with the President's order. And uh, I'm joined by, by a number of people, including uh, the Council President, Shiva Badar Silov, to go into some detail as to how our community will respond and, and how we're going to take advantage of the President's order. Thank you, Mayor Soglin. I'm Shiva Bidar Silaf. I'm the president of the Common Council. Um, it is um, really my pleasure to um, thank President Obama for taking this step in the right direction. Um, as Mayor Soglin mentioned, this doesn't mean that we shouldn't pursue our other dreams, which is the DREAM Act and comprehensive immigration reform, but it's certainly a step in the right direction that directly affects many young people in our community here in Madison. So. Um, we want to make sure to, to speak to um, the next steps that we're going to be taking as a community to make sure that the young people in, in Madison that qualify for the relief that's provided by the executive order by President Obama are going to be able um, to complete the appropriate paperwork to get that relief. Um, and by relief, we mean really, truly relief. It's for a young person that's 16 that's attending one of our high schools here in, in the city of Madison, this means a lot. This means that they're going to be able to um, stay with um, a deferred prosecution, um, which means that they are not going to be deported um, and continue their study, obtain their high school diploma, and hopefully work lawfully in the, in the United States um, and also um, hopefully be able to attend um, higher education if that's what they would like to do. Um, now, um, it's important to know that some of the issues that we faced in our young community in Madison among Latinos has had to do directly with the lack of hope for a better future for them. Um, because they, if they came here as children and are not in this country um, in, with legal status, it's very difficult for them to think about a, a better future for themselves because there is nothing that they've been able to do to really create um, a lawful status in the United States. So this really provides them with an opportunity to feel like they're accepted by the society and by um, the rest of the, the community and be able to hopefully follow um, with their education and um, their um, hopes for, for a better future for themselves um, and for their families. So it really gives them a path to not um, anymore feel so maybe um, left out of our society and living in the shadows, even though they feel that they're full Americans having come here as children. So with that, I will turn it to um, Javier Neira.
Um, and I'll let him introduce himself and the organization he represents. Good afternoon. Um, my name is Hereneira. I uh, work and I'm at the president of Alcance uh, Project, which is a nonprofit organization here in the area of the uh, of Madison. And what we do and we truly have been working with is youth uh, within the high schools. And what uh, this provides uh, is a lot of experience with you know, children, uh, Latino children who um, do have the option to go into college as a, as residents because they have their legal status and of, and the children who also do not have their legal status here in the United States. Um, this provides a lot of relief for this um, for these children. Um, I remember going into every single high school after uh, the the act that uh, from the University of Wisconsin was able to provide uh, resident tuition to the students and people were static, people were able to go to the university as, uh, as a, with, with the resident tuition and uh, people were having dreams by then. Uh, when it was repeal, uh, their dreams were crashed and that's something that um, we try to fight for. We try to fight for their dreams because those who have you know, what we call papers uh, are, you know, it's, it's, you know, for us it's easy to live an every, a, a, like a normal life uh, in terms of going to work, going to school. But at the same time, for those who do not have that privilege, it is extremely hard and it's heartbroken to work with them because you, you try to provide all the help that you can, but at the same time it's so hard because they can't apply it, of course, to the financial aid and many other benefits that citizens and residents can. Um, with this, with this opportunity, even though um, this uh, executive order does not provide children to a uh, with their uh, green cards or citizenship or a path to citizenship, at least it gives them the opportunity to work uh, in the field that they would like to. So it it, it is a step towards it is a right, the right step towards the the future, and trust me, I, I've been getting I've been getting calls from. Uh, since the day that it was passed, asking me how they can get, you know, their paperwork uh, together so they can apply for this, and it's been it's been quite the the turnout. And I just want to let them know that it is it is you know something that it's not to the public. It is not well known how the steps are going to be processed, but. Uh, with the organization and with many other community organizations such as Centro Hispano, they will communicate, will we'll work hard so we can provide all the information to all these children and to all the families who are going to benefit with this because we do want to uh, fulfill their, their dreams and we do want to uh, make sure that the community um, does have the ability to um, welcome this, this, this new uh, children that are going to provide uh, for the economy of the United States. And with that, I'm just gonna leave it to Salvador. Thank you. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Salvador Carranza. I'm uh, president of Latinos United for Change and Advancement and also chair of the Latino Education Council of Dane County. As uh, you have heard, I'm not going to repeat what was already said, but um, I also work at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, we are, there's still a lot of details that we don't know about uh, the access that these kids will have 
to our universities, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they will, this will help in the right direction. One of the big things that we have encountered is uh, the question that kids have, even if I go to the university and can finish, what can I do afterwards? This will give them opportunity. We have to remember that just like Time Magazine, uh, the last issue says, uh, they are all Americans. They are just Americans just like ourselves. And they have uh, the right to also contribute to our great nation. And this will give them that opportunity. The United Legal College Fund says that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. This is a, a move in the right direction by President Obama saying no mind should be wasted. And I hope that they will get more opportunities. The barriers are still there. Tuition is going up. They don't have access to financial aid yet. But we'll make everything possible in our organizations to try to support these kids, give them the opportunity to know which paths they can take that have been now made a little easier for them so that hopefully no kid will fall through the cracks. So that is all I would like to say. These are our kids. They're not somebody else's kids. They're our kids, and our nation depends on them. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kent Craig. I'm the executive director of the Centro Hispano. I'd just like to start by um, congratulating all of the young, sorry, all of the thousands of young dreamers and their allies across the country and in Madison that have made this possible. It was the collective action of young people who wanted to make a positive change in their community and make their, make their country a better place and their community a better place that made this happen. And they deserve all the credit for this. So congr congratulations. Um, at Centro Hispano, one of the main things we do is, is develop young leaders. We have um, uh, a focus on youth, a focus on education, a focus on youth leadership development. And there's nothing that could be more clear about the importance and the possibilities for young people who want to make a change in their, in their communities that it is possible. Um, so we're, we're elated um, to be here. And we just wanted to communicate that there's very little known about what the process is going to be. They have, there's going to be a 60-day period for uh, Homeland Security and USCIS to develop a process. So, so we don't have much information. But what we are committed to is Centro Hispano is going to put resources, effort, time, whatever it takes to make sure that, the, that people in, in Dane County in this region that want that, that can benefit from, from this action have the access to the information the resources, the materials they need to, to be able to be able to, um, to to apply for for this for this um, I don't want to call it deferred, deferred prosecution. prosecution. Um, so uh, when we're going to be working with allies like Alcance, other organizations in the community to to make sure that happens. So thank you. The city of Madison has grown in the last 50 years by about 60,000 people, which is actually uh, quite an achievement considering we're in the old snow belt or, or rust belt as it was called. We look at every one of the 230,000 Madison residents as an asset, every single person. And the idea is that everyone should be able to contribute. Um, when we look at the workforce of the next five to ten years, there's going to be demand for technically 
proficient, skilled people. And the way to build a strong community economically is to make sure everyone participates and to send a message to employers that in a community like Madison, we have those trained people. When that happens, the employers will hire. So this is a tremendous boon to our, boon to our community. It's beneficial to the individuals who are affected, their families, but it's also a tremendous opportunity for our community.